season this go around is about coming out of bondage and getting a message out about generational curses coming out of bondage marriage being equally yoked male What's going on, my people? This is your boy Jay Scott live. I'm here today with um my boy Lester James. Oh, let me take my glass off. I can't see nothing. I'm gonna take my I'm here with my boy um Lester James was with um Speak Life. What's going on, my brother? Tell us about yourself. What you got going? What's good? What's good? Hey, first and foremost, man, appreciate it for having me on. Um, just a little bit about myself. I'm from a small town, very small town, Bayman, Alabama. Um, 
and I moved to Montgomery, where I'm here now, um, from Birmingham. And just a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a corporal uh, with uh, the Montgomery Police Department, um, where I'm able to work in the division of community policing, and well, I'm able to be hands-on and wear a lot of hats um, within the community. Um, also, man, I well, let me see a little bit about the foundation. Uh, we're working on built on a solid foundation, and we also have Speed Life. Uh, Speed Life is, and we can later on in the in the podcast we can kind of get in the meat of it. Um, but it came from, uh, I would say, an idea from God. I know none of the ideas that, um, by the grace of God, that I go forth with, it only comes from Him, and I give Him the glory. But it came from um, from Him, and it's just pretty much in a nutshell, just um, something that we use to to push forth to, um, and what we able to to speak the gospel, speak the word of God, um, building on a solid foundation is a foundation uh, where we again able to be hands-on in the within the community uh with with the youth in the city of montgomery alabama and the surrounding areas uh, one thing that we're working on right now is the next level uh, program next level strengthening and awareness uh, where we able to we was able to adopt two schools one here in montgomery um, and I'm not going to mention the name, um, and another one in, in Baymanette, Alabama. So by the grace of God, we able to, um, put our foot forth, uh, our best foot forward every day. That's, that's what. That's what's up. I am so excited about this this uh, segment today. Today's title is Boys in the Hood. And it's it's a different era and it's a different type of boys in the hood because I wanted to reach everybody and like both of us come from different backgrounds. And yeah. we are, everybody has a story to tell and everybody's like this little boy that wants to make it out of the hood and we need the certain guidance to push us and to press us there but before i go any farther i'd like to give a shout out to all my sponsors um goldmine um dunn's cleaning service out of birmingham um charlena davis um women battles in millbrook uh the cleaning service in washington dc i hope they join us live today and we're gonna be doing some giveaways, some hashtag giveaways. We're gonna do some of your speak like a uh, speak life hoodie, and we're gonna do a fifty dollar gas card. And I'm gonna throw one of my books in there as well. So we're just gonna do a little giving away today. So the topic I chose, boys in the hood, is because the generation that we're dealing with, we have to go out and reach the young, the youth. We have to go out and reach the the, the, the guys and. We have to let them know that it's okay to be to not be okay. It's okay to say I'm coming out of this or I'm going through that. I'm dealing with this, and we need a pathway that we can easily communicate with each other. You got any feedback with me on that, my brother? Hey, I most definitely agree. I most definitely agree. Um, we we most definitely live where men men in general, not only boys. Uh-huh. Can y'all hear that? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. So um I can I most definitely agree with you, man. Um one thing that I most definitely see is um not only men but young boys um that that that's in the area in their life and they feel like they can't open up. Um I know here in the city of Montgomery uh well, how I look at it is a way that they open it up and they is pretty much their outlet is gun violence. Um, and we seeing that and uh, a drastic increase here in uh, Montgomery. They they using um, gun violence to open up 
Yeah, that's a sad situation. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. And, uh, we live in we living in an era where the guys feel like they got to be more manly to pick up guns and fight and be disrespectful. And we're living in a time where we have to we have to come out of that. We have to address it and we have to come out of that. But we have to create certain avenues that to keep them out of that. That's yeah. why I have founded Integrity Homes and Gifted Hands. And that's an organization where we go out into the community that we're getting started now, that we go out into the community and we talk to the young guys and we 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 actually got to be in a position to love on each other. To let them know that it's okay. That I've been through this. It's okay for, for us to communicate. It's okay for us to be vulnerable with each other. In a, in a male perspective, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? For sure. What what you got for work with me, man? Listen. So, how I look at it, man. I'm gonna be honest, and it's something that I I, I tell these young kids when I make contact with them, man. Because I, me personally, I carry a firearm every day, on duty and off duty. Um. So, the what they doing right now is not manly at all, in my opinion. Um. Me personally, I um, try my best to try to steer them in a way to 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 insert different um, manly ways. Um, and one thing is learning how to how to deal with their anger, um, and just to let them know, hey man, it's okay, you know, to be angry. But what is you doing? How how is you directing that that anger? So uh, one thing that we help them with is um, teaching them how to control their anger. Whenever they do get angry, teaching them how to um, how to talk or how to find someone, you know, that they can open up to um, instead of, you know, going straight to the gun. Uh, even whenever you're having a, a, a verbal altercation, even sometimes a physical altercation, um, learning how to, you know, hit it um, head on uh, other than than gun violence. Um, and that and that and it goes with. Um, learning how to articulate yourself, learning how to talk to to one another, uh, and I feel like that's most most definitely needed. Okay, let me ask: Do you feel like you have a story to tell? Like, have you ever been put in a position, like before you became an officer, but before you got into ministry? Do have have you have you ever been in like any of those type of situations? As far as street, um, the street, street <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Um, the thing is, man, it's especially whenever you come from that, it, it don't matter. Um, if you was involved in gangs or whatever the case may be, at some point, um, that type of life affected you in some type of way. If it, if you at school, if you you know, uh, neck deep in the streets, um, it, it affected you in, in, in some type of way. Um, as, as far as my part, uh, most definitely it affected me. I had several cousins that was involved in the dope game. Um, even me dabbled in it, it whenever I was super young, you know, um, having, having my, one of my, one of my brothers, my close brothers, uh, my middle brother, he was most definitely all the way in it. You know, so it most definitely affected me. And what I did, man, I, I learned kind of at an early age that that wasn't, you know, the life for me. However, I was still, you know, out there. I was still smoking, drinking, you know, being around that, being, you know, shot at it in, in, in certain cases. But I still had that understanding that, okay, this not the life for me. So, yeah. that, you know, of course, it most definitely um, do have a story for that. Yes, I feel you on that. Let me take you. Let me take it to the crowd one good time. For everybody that's in here, I want everybody to drop where you're from. I want you to share and like. We're gonna do drawings today. We're gonna do a fifty dollar gas card. We're gonna do a speak life hoodie. We're gonna do my book. So everybody that participate, drop where you're from. Um, like and share. And at the end of this, we're gonna do our giveaway. But y'all be active with us. So have any questions? Just flash them across the screen. Um, let us know where you're from. Let us know your, what you think and what you got going on. Go ahead, that's my bad. Nah, you good, you good, you good. Um, but it the main thing, man, is learning and, and being aware of 
um, the situation that you're in. And that's what I had to do, man. At a young age, I had to realize, like, man, this ain't it. You know, this not it at all. And um, I, I thank God for, you know, allowing me and to open my eyes at, I would say, probably about 19. Um, that's when I think when I left Baymanette. And from there and still, you know, it still impacted me. But the thing is, whenever... I left that life, I had to understand, okay, that God had to, you know, pull those things out of me. You know, he had to kind of break some of those habits. He had to uh, really, you know, change my my mindset uh, on different things uh, of that life that I did, you know, kind of pick up whenever, you know, I was involved in some, uh, certain things. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to put myself in position to get myself out the way. And when I said I had to put myself in a position, I had to get myself out the way for myself. Because if I would have chose the life, I would have been set up for damnation. Yeah. And when I speak about getting myself out the way and setting myself up for damnation, is I had to put myself in a position where I felt like I needed to get close to God. I had to move myself out of the crowd. Because I've seen some of my cousins get killed I seen some of my friends get killed, but that that wasn't the life I wanted to live, live, wanted to live. So I had to remove myself. And then I had to go into the school system where I worked with students that had behavior issues and was was bad. I went to work for job court. So I had to relate with those students, what was on the outside, and realize that they had to change. They had to change their life, but not only when I think I went into the school system to help them, I went into the school system to help myself too. I could understand, I could understand their way of living and their and their life. Because sometimes we sit on the outside judging them and we all have a past and we all cannot understand each other, but we all have to coexist in today's society. So it's deep then I see we got Texas in here. I see we got speak. Oh, she talking about I'm worth it. Okay, then Melissa. So, so that's that's what I, that's just what we had to do on that. Yes, sir. Dallas, Texas, Baymanet. Okay, we got Baymanet up in here. Mm -hmm. Okay, then. So, so that's just it. Tell us some about your religious standpoints. Oh man. Um, front and center, man. I believe in Jesus Christ, and that that's 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 man. That's what I stand on. On uh, Jesus is my rock, um, and that that was the understanding, and and still my understanding. Um, as long as I, as I continue to grow in grace and continue to grow in the the knowledge of um Jesus Christ, then that's the only way how we can come out, and that that's that that part. I had to um, really understand that I can't I can't do it on my own. So my stance is I I, I truly believe in, in in Jesus Christ. He's my Lord and Savior. Um, I truly believe that you know He is God. He came down here. He died. He carried everything that we can ever go through in life. He carried it. You know, any any pain, any situation, any any bondage, whatever the case may be, He carried it. Um, so we we have an option that we don't have to, and I, I love these hashtags when when it says I'm worth it, you know, yeah. and yeah. that that hits it that hits it right on the head, you know, I'm worth it, you know, you think about it like this, I'm I'm worth him dying for me. Think about that. It, it's no bad that I have done. Yes, it's no bad. You know so. You know the best part about it is, and I'm and I'm very honest. I'm very honest. And okay, then Miss West, Miss Josephine West on here. <laughs> I I I I love God, but I'm a heathen. Cause I cause I I would I would actually cut up. Talk about I'm, it, Peter. Huh? Talk about it, Peter. Yeah, I'm a heathen. <laughs> but you know, and it's funny what I say. But I love it, and I love it, and, and it's it's funny that my leaders accept me for who I am. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, go on somewhere, Jason. And they'd be like, no, nah, because I, I love it, 
But I but I know who God is. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for God, I'd be I could have been dead sleeping in my grave. But I had to choose and I I was sin because I'm a dialysis patient. And I was sitting in dialysis Monday. And the doctor came and told me some bad news. And and it, it kind of depressed me a little bit. I don't know why I'm taking off subject. And I started singing, but that Monday morning, see, I, I learned to pray Monday morning, and I and I prayed my prayer was my only prayer was God come and see about me. God come see about me through it all. I had to say God come see about me, and I was in dialysis and I got some bad news from my doctor, and I started singing, one of these old mornings it won't be long. You're gonna look for me and I'll be gone. And when I got to singing that, God convicted me. Because God told me, he said, how are you going to sing for me? How are you going to pray for me to come see you and you singing to come see me? And, and, and it's not like, huh? He said, you praying that you wanted to come to heaven, but you praying for me to come see you. So he, he convicted me right then. He said, sometimes... What your what your shirt say? You got to speak life over your situation. Yes. So I couldn't sit there and sing. I want to go see God, and I just prayed this morning. I just. <laughs> yes, I just prayed this morning for God to come see about me, and you know sometimes like. Being on that stuff, it makes you depressed. It makes you stressful. Your anxiety levels kick up, and it sometimes it weighs you down. And I had to sit there, and I had to say, God, come see about me. And mm. and with me being 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 in Christ, I had to sit there, and I had to say, Lord, whatever it is that Your will be done, Lord, come see about me. Because if I if I continue to let that depression and, and there was a message given this Sunday. Once you receive, once you receive the diagnosis, that's when it starts triggering with your mind. And that's it, it could be either good or bad. Mm -hmm. Because once you receive something, that means you're taking ownership of it. Yeah. And once you take ownership of it, it wears and tears on your body. And that mm -hmm. depression will kill you. Your situation will kill you. And I had to say, Lord, I'm worthy. I'm worried to come see about me. I petition you to come see about this situation. Touch not my anointing, do my prophet no harm. I petition you to come see about this situation because I was standing in the need of prayer at this time. And I got to say that my uh, my, my sister calls me. We talk constantly every day. Um, Melissa, we go back and forth. And she say, you're anointed. You're very anointed, your gift. You can't be down. You can't stay there. You may go through your trials and tribulations. You cannot stay there. So I had to get that into my head and I had to speak over my life and I had to say, Lord, come see about me. Lord, come see about me. Because cause whatever I'm going through is wearing me down and I had to press my way through. So so that's the way it's, that's where it's deep at. I want everybody just to tag, hashtag I'm worthy. And when I say when and I chose hashtag I'm worthy because I I'm worthy for the gifts that God has for me. I'm worthy of the healing. I'm worthy of the prosperity. I'm worthy of the coming out season. I'm worthy of my withering season. I'm worthy of the gifts. And like I was talking to Miss Miss Roberta, she told me to speak the affirmations over my life. I am healed. I am set free. I am delivered. I am more than a conqueror. So, so that's where, that's where your true faith resides at. That's For where sure. you truly know who God is. That's where you truly become a true believer. And it, it's just that's big. It. I can see. What you got for me, my brother? Man, you, you said a whole lot. Listen, you know I'm gonna eat, bro. You know, <laughs> you know that. 
you know I'm gonna eat. <laughs> so listen, man, like you you hit a few points that was so key. Um for sure, uh, the young lady was telling you, you know, speak those affirmations. Speak, speak that positivity, speak the word. Like you were just saying, I, I am more than a conqueror. And that's another thing that um, we, I'm pretty sure we all have learned whenever God, because one thing about it, God allow us to be in situations. Some situations, yes, we put ourselves in, but he allow it at the end of the day. And we got to understand that even those situations, he's working it out for our good. Um, so, man, I was in Atlanta uh, Monday, right? And you was talking about heaviness, uh, uh-huh. heaviness, right? So I, I woke up that morning, man, and I was praying, I was worshiping, and um, such a heaviness. I came, whenever I finished up, I came out of prayer, um, and we're finna go throughout our day, and man, a, a heaviness came. And the thing is, what I learned from that. And on my way from Atlanta, this is what what God allowed me to receive from, you know, I was I was um headed back and um I was listening to a man and God and he was just saying how the spirit of heaviness would come over you. And um that 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 spirit of heaviness, it don't it don't insert itself into you, but it it, it allows it, it it opens you up so other things can come in, other spirits can come in. So like you were just saying, as far as um depression, um, whatever the case may be, oppression, whatever, whatever it may be, that um uh, whenever that spirit of, of heaviness. It, it, all of us have felt that it all of us have woke up and it felt like man this just just one of them days so what i learned from that is whenever it comes praise him put, you, put you listen put you on a praise and i call it a praise break listen yeah. put, put you on something that's gonna praise our heavenly father uh, and it goes back to whenever you know they was walking around the, the wall of jericho and he man, he didn't say pull out your sword. He didn't say he didn't say do whatever. He just said go, go, obedience. Then on that last day, he said make a sound, make a make a noise. And whenever I'm telling you, whenever whenever that heaviness come over us, like you talking right now, praise him, praise him, send up a praise. And I'm pre- and listen, I guarantee you, when I say the walls is gonna come down the walls is going to come down that spirit of heaviness can't 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 stand praise this i'm telling you the spirit the spirit of heaviness cannot stand praise it cannot stand in the in the in the in the realm of praise so man that part and also man whenever you were saying as far as like speaking life man that's something that whenever i first started coming to montgomery bro like that's what i learned that's actually where this came from yes it it actually i'm telling you where it came from and i was at a point man and i'm talking about mentally mentally i was ready to check out man i was ready to check what what you like man so listen bro i'm telling you like all the way up until the day of my marriage to the day of the day of my marriage even afterwards man to the point where whenever i started coming to montgomery that's when it started it started coming across the pulpit speed life speed you know life. you ahead. know and, and, and it's funny how me and Lester met back up because me and Lester was in band together yeah you know, in high school yeah and I was going through, and I eventually moved to Montgomery because my job moved me here. And I was going through a triumph time when I got here. I mean, my health went bad. My marriage went bad. And, you know, and I was sitting in the house one day, and I was like, I'm going to burn this whole house down. And uh, Lassa was coming through my back door. And he said, someone told me to come check on you. And he said, nah, nah, nah. He said, you need to come with me. You need to come with me. And when I was and when I was thinking that, it was it was God sending somebody 
to come see about me. God was sending somebody to come see about me because I was in I was not in a mental capacity to deal with what what I was going through, and and it put me in the mind frame that I needed to talk to somebody. And when I say God had a rim in the bush, and it was like a tree with different branches, and all of us was connected, and He set He set what I needed right then. And it got me to the stage and say there was beauty in my brokenness because I was put in the position where God had scripted me and the only person that I could call on was him. And after, do you remember this? Do you remember this? When we was leaving out the driveway, you remember all them eagles flew over the car? Yeah. Remember that? And, and you say this is a new beginning. Eagles represent a new beginning because it was like four or five eagles just flew across the car. And they weren't no small eagles. They was pretty big eagles. And you just stopped me like, wow. It was a sign of a new beginning. And God gave me the God gave me the revelation that there was beauty in my brokenness. I was just I was depressed. I was battered. I felt like giving up. I felt like giving up. And he said, right, right. Right. Glass was like, right. You got to write, you got to write this stuff down. You got to write this stuff down. I told last I was writing my book. He said, you need to write your stuff down. And God stripped me and took me to a wilderness season. And when when the devil thought he had me by myself, and that's the part that people don't realize, when the devil figured he got you by yourself. That's when he'll move in. Yeah. But when he didn't, when when I thought I was by myself, God had sent me a multitude of people, a multitude of people that was there to see about me. And I petitioned God. I said, God, come see about me. I had like the mother of the church was coming to check on me. My leaders was coming to check on me. He sent people there to give me the love that I need and the affection that I need. Come. God said he would not leave you or forsake you. And he'll send people in your life there that you need. Like my sisters that was coming from Gaston to come see about me. And I, and I felt the love because I was in a place where I thought I didn't have nobody. And when you're in a season, when you're in a season that when you feel like you ain't got nobody, that's a dangerous place to be in. And that's when the enemy try to take over your territory when you feel like you ain't got a place to be in. But when God scripts you of everything, it puts you in a more vulnerable stage. The only person you can do is love on him. So that's where I'm at in life. And I said to myself this year, I decree and I declare that this is going to be my winning season. And that's one of my mottos. This is my winning season. Because I'm coming back for everything that the devil thought he had took from me. I'm coming back for my health. I'm coming back for my life. I'm coming back for my happiness, my joy, my peace. And I really, I, I did this title, Boys in the Hood, because because we, are, we all are facing something as men. Mm -hmm. And it took me back to the old movie of the Boys in the Hood. And it gave me that title, but also gave me that title. There's beauty in your brokenness, because when a, now when our when our earthquake hit, and we and I'm gonna take it back to Solomon Gomorrah. When God destroyed Solomon Gomorrah, and people look at that as a bad thing. When God destroyed Solomon Gomorrah, that means everything was destroyed. He, they say he destroyed everything. So that meant bad health was destroyed, bad marriages was destroyed, sickness was destroyed, everything was destroyed. But the best part about it is you got to rebuild. Yeah, he destroyed everything. <laughs> yeah, he destroyed everything. But God put you in a position to rebuild everything. Yeah. So everything and that what made me think of some stuff. Everything that was destroyed must be rebuilt. Like Mr. Roberta said, you got to move forward. Yeah. And when you move forward, 
you can't pick up pick up the stuff that was left down you can't pick it up you got to rebuild and move forward go ahead my brother go ahead my brother hey sure i'm gonna let you keep going uh-uh hey, like, I, I ain't trying to preach on here tonight that's your job so listen man at the end of the day bro like when whenever god get the moving like that just go like like one yeah. of the sisters just said just keep keep going because because hey for real because a lot of times man we don't we don't know how you know someone's gonna be blessed by what's coming you know coming from us so you know, go ahead you know, i am excited i am excited about what god is doing in this season and you know not only am i excited what he's doing for me but I'm excited what he's doing for the people that is attached to me. Mm. Attached to you. And like and like my sister said, attached to this platform that we're on. Yeah. Because so many doors are opening and, and there's so many places to go now. Cause now we done network in Texas, uh what was he said, Oklahoma. We connected in all these places and and not only not only not only can we go there but we can go there and tell our message we can go there and tell our story we can go there and tell our testimony we can go there and help everybody you know what i'm saying for sure be gifted i know my my nonprofit is finished on a a uh scholarship program mm -hmm. And um, we push it for $5,000 a year per student. And we're going to go to any, and it's just not for our area. It's because it, this platform is nationwide. Just like I want my nonprofit to be nationwide. And I was talking to my sister, Melissa, and we're planning on doing something extravagant that we're going to do a scholarship foundation. Me and, and Ms. Roberta, we're going to do a foundation where we got to be givers. Mm -hmm. We got to be givers. And you know, oh thank God. And I and I declare and I declare that God gonna give us the funds, the, the the stuff that we need so that we can be givers and go out there and do because you can't always have your hand open. Hmm. So we gotta be givers and we got to show the works that we're doing and to show that we're prosperous at doing it. And God said you gotta be cheerful givers. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, you got something to say. Um, that's Jay for Speak Life Hoodies. Tell them how they purchase your merchandise, Lass. Hey, um, you can you can email me. You can um, I tell you what, I can give out my number. Forgive me, I don't know this number by heart, but you can contact me at three three four eight two zero six nine seven six. Um, that's three three four eight two zero six nine seven six and you can get in contact with me with that number and i can get it to you however that you see fit uh, we ship if you in the montgomery area uh we deliver so that is the way that you can you can contact me yeah hashtag speak life okay then Man. give a shout out to my sister melissa melissa phillip baby she did her show last night and she's great killed it you hear me and um, you got to forward it to me. Yeah, I got to check that link out. I forwarded it over there to you. Um, what else we got? What else? What else? What else you been working on? Last? Um, a few things. We um we kicking back up the lyrics to go here in Montgomery. Um, we just got secured with the Starbucks location at Vaughn Road and Taylor Road, so we'll be starting lyrics to go back. That is where um artists of all sort can come um to display 
the God-given talent that um, that God have given us. Um, we also, Lord's willing, we're working on something at Huntington College here in, um, in Montgomery. So it's a few things that still kind of in the makes. Uh, but one thing, our key focus, my key focus is, is this um, this next level program, the strengthening and awareness. Um, that's um, going to be, I'm talking about straight hands-on with our youth. So that's our focus right there. I love that. Speed Life from Ohio. Okay, that. that's Speed Life from Ohio. Ohio is in the Amen. building. Amen. Okay, we got Ohio in the building. Who else we got in the building on here? Any questions? Yes, I got any questions for any us. Any questions? Hey, why they ask questions, man? Can I can I can I double back on something? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Okay, so I'm gonna double back. Um, you know that that dark time, that that dark moment, whatever whatever that we we go through. I know Jason was talking about you know his struggle, whatever he was going through. Let me tell you this right here. Don't rush out of that. Don't rush out of that time. Wow. Don't do not rush out of that time. Allow God to finish the work. That's deep. Allow, listen, allow That's God right. to finish the work. That's I'm telling you, I'm in that. Be uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. That's you're gonna find God in that place. He's gonna reveal himself in that place. In that place where we feel like it's dark, in that place where we 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 feel like we're broken. In, the, in that place where we feel like we broke, whatever the case may be, that's when God going to show that he's God. And yeah. we're going to be able to speak that whatever that is. Whenever whenever Moses was saying, um, Lord, you, you you telling me to go to your people. You you told me, hey, you want me to go to those, those boys in the hood. What do you what do you want me to tell? Who, who do you want me to tell them who you are? He told him, hey, tell tell them I am. Tell them that I'm the God of your fathers, your forefathers. Tell them that I am. Tell them I am. I am that I am. So pretty much what whoever that he revealed in that in that season that we're talking about right now, that's who you gotta go out and reveal to the world. Yeah. That's I'm telling you, that that part. If God has shown himself as a healer whenever sickness hits your body. You got to go out and, and show, okay, he's a healer. He is my healer. And that, that's when we can speak that I am healed. Whenever we say I am something, and I, I was I was getting on one of my mentees today. He was he was just saying, I'm not good at math. I'm not woo-woo. And I said, stop. It was irritating me. I said, man, say I am good at math. I am good at math. Even though that situation looked look crazy. Even though you don't understand it, whenever you start speaking, I am you. You calling on God and don't even know it. What you say? You calling on God and don't even know it. So that's why I speak. I'm talking about it, it, it's a lifestyle for me. This is not just merch. It is not just whatever. It's a lifestyle for me. So I I, I know that I I am healed. I am delivered. And, and the thing is, everybody uh, around you may see the brokenness. Yeah. And they may may they may look at you crazy, like, man, why why is you saying that? And I see that you broke. I see that you sick. And you saying I am healed. Cause so the thing is, God wants them to see that. God, listen, God makes no mistakes. Yeah. No, that's why, man, I I won't I won't change nothing about my life. Nothing. Yeah. I'm talking about all the way, all the way down from I'm talking about whenever I was a kid, kid, before, before, before I'm talking about the molestation days before I even touched school. Yeah. God knew what he was doing. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Cause guess what? All the way from that point, all the way up until now, I'm able to allow God to use me and tell them my story. We overcome by the word we overcame yeah think about that we overcame by the word of our, our of our testimonies wow. we overcame that's past tense yeah. so the thing is whatever that you go through in life it was already predestined we just walking through it 
Yeah. So I, it, it don't matter if cancer hit your body tomorrow. You what already you? heal. It's already done. Yeah, don't as long, as, as long as you know that. Yeah. As long as you know that. He said, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. You don't, we don't know. A lot of times we don't know. And that's when enemy creep in because he knows we don't know. Same thing how he did Eve. She didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a question. Mm -hmm. There was a question on there that just popped up a few minutes ago. I wonder, can they go back to that question? It was about, um, do we have sons and what are our takes on bullying? I want them to bring that question back up. For sure. Whatever she can get. Yes. Whatever. What are your thoughts on bullying? Do you have a son? Okay. Yes, I, I have a six-year-old. Okay, so we finna... Uh, I'm gonna tell a little bit real quick. So I have a six-year-old. The doctors say that he... Um, is it, diagnosed with, with autism. All right. So he's in the first grade. And what I think about bullying, God have put me in a very unique situation, bring them out of that bondage. Amen. Um, God allowed me to be in a very unique situation um, on my job that I'm able to go into these schools and really combat bullying. I can't stand bullying. I can't stand it at all. But go ahead. You know, I have a funny story about bullying. Go ahead. Because, <laughs> because I'm a jokester. And when, when, that, when that popped up, it reminded me when I was in elementary school. Now, it was about sixth or seventh grade. And I've been a jokester all my life. And I was joking on this one guy named Walter. Walter Bush. Baby, Walter got tired of me and beat me down to the ground. Yeah, I was praying for the coach to come get Walter off me. I was so glad to see the coaches come. I learned, I learned from that day forward. Never to bully again. You hear me? <laughs> so, so, so listen. So it's a, it's a it's a very serious thing. Very very serious. Very serious. Because um, we have had a few cases where some kids was bullying and they, and they killed themselves. Yeah. Kids that have been bullying and they have brought firearms onto campuses, knives onto campus. Situations where. And the thing is, yes, it's students, but it's, it's also grown people. Yeah. That's a sad thing. Listen, it, that's learned behavior. Yeah. That bullying, that's learned behavior. It came from somewhere. If you can read that, bro, if I can, I can keep talking. But that's learned behavior. Whenever they see their parents bullying and being bullied, they're going to do the same thing. It's a, it's a vicious cycle. That's all that is. And understand this, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah, that's true. If, if somebody that, that have been hurt, that has been broken, even from their childhood, guess what? Whenever they grow up, yeah, every everybody that that, that crossed whatever, guess what? They, they finna dish that out. They finna dish that out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Demetrius Gray just said, too. I want everybody to drop where you from. Hashtag I'm worth it. Just let us know where you're from. Like and share to be entered in the drawing at the end of our podcast. Um, also be giving that mailed or virtual. So just get with us and tell us where you're from and tell us how you like the show. Go back. Come back with you, last. Oh, no, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Any other okay. questions? Yeah, because we done touched up on that bullying. And you know, like with me working at Job Corps, those are people from different backgrounds. Different stories, and I remember one of my students was in there. He had snuck his gun on center, and he was like, "I'm gonna set it off tomorrow. I'm gonna set it off tomorrow." And I did not know what he was talking about until one of his roommates called and told me he had his gun. So we were like, "What's really going on?" We had to call the police. We had to get all that involved, and you know, bringing your gun on the federal property. That's 15 years automatically in jail. 
and that's the law. So this man, this young man ruined his life, but I was glad that the students came forth and told us he had the gun because it could have been totally different. And we had to do that as a learning, learning sacrifice. You have to learn the kids, you have to learn your surroundings, you have to learn their backgrounds. You just got to be able to understand what people are dealing with. Everybody come from different schools, from different backgrounds, different places, and we are a different place and time, especially when it comes to bullying. Yeah. We have any more questions out there? People get at us. This good. Yeah, this I, good. I better take my glasses off to see. And, and and for the ones that that have kids, man, te teach your kids. Yeah. Te teach your kids what what type of bullying is it? Verbal bullying, physical bullying, uh, cyber bullying. Do you have mentors? What advice would you give your man? Yes, I most definitely have uh, mentors. Most definitely have mentors. Um, I don't care if I'm a hundred years old, I'm still gonna have a mentor. Um, but what I would give a young man is to get a mentor. Yeah. Find you a godly mentor, a spiritual mentor. Even if you don't have that, find somebody that you can trust that you can, you know, that can pour into you. That you can confide in. Yeah. That you get that somebody that you can pour into. I'm I'm getting into mentoring. That's trying to coach me in that slowly. So I'm actually getting into mentoring. And you know, I think everybody needs that avenue where they can communicate and tell their problems to. Mm -hmm. That that's a form of therapy. Yeah. So you, can take, you can take all your you can take all your problems or they can lead and guide you in the right way. You know, and we're old now, but we still need mentors. I just said, uh, hey, I'm, I don't care if I'm 100 years old. Yeah, I'm going to have somebody. And I have several mentors. Yeah. I, I have I, several I, mentors. I sure know I need one because I go off the track. <laughs> yeah. I sure need me one. Yes, yes, sir. So title of the day is boys in the hood this is actually good man i wish we had more time yeah we need more names for the drawing tonight so i don't know i think the computer will pick is pick the drawing for us i don't know how, how to do that Bear by the hashtag i'm work i'm worked it um like and share and you automatically be put in the drawing the drawing tonight is a 50 dollar gift card um, or a speak life sweatshirt or my book. Uh, my book is located on Amazon Books and Noble. Um, Amazon Books and Noble. Anybody, anybody pulling you, Melissa? You part of <laughs> Walmart and Target. That's where you can get my book at. Hey, man. Hey, I like what she just said. She said, the Bible says, have a good advisor. She said, I have advisors in every aspect of my life. And this is important. This is important. She said, in every aspect, have a, a, a spiritual advisor, have a financial advisor, have a marital. If you marriage, have that type of advisor. Yeah. Um, have, like, like she said, in, in every aspect of your life, you can't lose. Yes, you're still going to go through this stuff. You is. We have to, but still have those advisors across the board. Yeah. And, you know, and this is a little bit off, off topic, but, you know, once you get at a certain level and you find peace, and this this level of peace, we can't, we got to learn to be so, we got to be open, and we got to learn to enjoy life and find a happy modem and don't let so many burdens put you like in a dark place as last was talking about because once you find your joy find peace and find happiness you'll find you'll find a, a medium in life 
and you'll find it like like they say, speak life. Speak life. Speak life. Yes, we're gonna get into a close on this because we got we gotta do this drawing. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I she need to write it right across the screen, like how they gonna do the drawing. I know she get back with me. Uh we have any more questions, like provided a hashtag. Hashtag us on here and put and put it on the map for us. Thank you, Miss Roberta. I look forward to talking to you this week. Just, just a little different. I didn't give me another song for next week. Um, also, I'll be looking for guests for my show. We also will be looking for sponsors. Uh, if you're like a sponsor. Five entries. We only have five entries. Well, is that me? A good number. Uh, that's a good number. That's a number of grace. We all need grace. That's good. Very good number. Okay, then. We got five entries. That means we only got to give out three free. Three <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun, but this one on. Okay, then. Okay. Ohio, stand up. Akron. Okay. Oh, Cleveland. I think that's my cousin, Mickey. Okay, then. She won the $50 gift card. Okay. All right. Let's see, let's see who won the hoodie. Is she on? Um, Running back for the we we hey we looking like we in the draw. I know right. <laughs> I'm going to play, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the lottery tomorrow. Check you out. <laughs> How you end with the lottery? All right, this is the drawing for the hoodie. Boss okay. move only by me. Okay, then drop us your um your hoodie size, and that is she's from Texas. Okay. Okay, and this is for the book. Okay, boss. Yeesh. You don't want twice today. Okay, then so she get a. In her book. Okay, then I have that shipped to your house tomorrow. Yep. And you know, I like to end something always encouraging. That's you want to give the first encouraging word, and I do the second and close it out. Hey, finish well. Finish well. No matter, no matter, listen, it don't matter how you start, it's how you finish. Finish well. Yes, sir. I always remember. There's beauty in your brokenness. And when I say there's beauty. <laughs> now, now I'm going. Now I say there's beauty in your brokenness. And no matter what kind of storms or tribulations that you might be going through or whatever you might be going through, there's always beauty at the end. Like they say, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Every dark hole has a light. There's beauty at your brokenness and stay encouraged. Never give up on yourself. Always be mindful of yourself. Love yourself. When you're going through trials and tribulations, like that's to say, go through, go through them. Because whatever you go through is going to make you stronger. And that's pretty much all we have for you today. We got 62 seconds on here. Uh, we want everybody to have a night. Y'all stay blessed. We appreciate y'all coming. We're going to get better over time. So we out this thing. Till next time, y'all be blessed. Whole season 
this go around is about coming out of bondage and getting a message out about generational curses coming out of bondage, marriage, being equally yoked, male.